Hi and welcome to Detox Talks the Detox a podcast where we talk to some of the world's finest leaders about their detox rituals and how they maintain continuity in a world of noise and chaos how they make sure that the criticism that the world puts on them doesn't affect their insight and they still continue to perform as well as they do thanks for tuning in this is kunal chandirmani and you are listening to Detox Talks the Detox uh, today we have Sam Besla on the podcast Sam is the founder of Brand Samosa, the chief executive officer of the Startup India Foundation, and has been uh, mentoring multiple startups and run a lot of them too. He's been in the business world for a huge amount of time and has and has an extensive experience across fields. Uh, thanks a lot for making time for this. Thank you very much for having me here, Kunal. It's a pleasure, in fact. It's completely our pleasure. So. as a serial entrepreneur you've been across a lot of ventures and you've seen a lot of roller coaster rides and business being the world it is very often there are certain times when everything is going wrong but you still need to continue and and that noise that chaos because of everything going wrong starts to affect you how do you how do you detox yourself in in the times when everyone thinks you're going to you're going to fail uh very interesting question i think the answer uh, to this one is very contextual everybody has their own uh, different ways of dealing with stuff for me pers- particularly what works the best is that i uh, have a huge expectation out of myself in terms of the vision that i have for myself which is around you know 80 90 years of my life you know this is how i want the overall things to improve uh but when i come to execution for me it's uh, i i do not define failure or successes in a in a traditional way for me it's a rapid experimentation and when you are running a lot of experimentations you don't uh, attach yourself with the outcome of it you are actually hoping a, a hypothesis to be uh, failed or proven right so f- for me that is how every day goes in uh, but yeah definitely there are a couple of things that uh, you know i do so one i put everything into context that okay whatever it is happening today whether i'm succeeding whether i'm failing even in my experiments this thing is going to end and when you look at the life in the larger perspective that the most important things that matter to you uh, those failures uh, which uh, you think are very huge and big and kind of going to change your life they starts looking very small to you i mean the health of you and your family the you know overall well being of what you're doing the vision that you're running after when you think of all these things when you think that things uh, could have gone wrong there are so many people who are doing bad things in their life they are not so lucky as you are these mistakes uh, you know start seeing very small so these are like two three things that i use for myself to come out of the failures or the you know things that you think are not working in your way so i personally think business is probably the one thing that is common across every part of life if there is a building it's because someone uh, started a factory to make bricks so business is probably one of the most uh, the biggest constant in our current world and being in business for so long there there are a lot of times when when you're expecting something and it definitely the everything except that happens and and there's a major sense of disappointment especially for people early in their life what what do you think is the best way to go ahead and deal with that disappointment and detox from that disappointment to have the courage to still go ahead i think in the context of somebody who's uh, just starting i mean the early stage entrepreneurs uh, 
I think the the biggest mistake that we do to ourselves is we define uh, success and failure in a completely different way. Uh, so you read some media headlines out there and you see that uh, overnight success stories. <laughs> somebody raised funding and somebody became wow. the star overnight. What we do not see is the background story that this you know dude started at the age of seven and that was the first lesson he learned from his uh, grandmother. And then uh, he mm-hmm. saw one of the neighbors uh, doing something very extraordinary. And those are the things <laughs> that eventually led to a lot of stuff happening in his life. There were skills happening. There were failures happening. There were learnings happening. And then compounding the result of everything, this success had happened. But then uh, we always look uh, for the finished products. We fall in love with the headlines. We fall in love with the made stars. And that is a very wrong thing of it. So you you start expecting yourself to be successful every day. Uh, I, uh, unfortunately or fortunately for me, I uh, had a family. My dad was not educated and uh, nobody had any idea of life or whatever I was going to do. So when I used to walk up to my dad and ask him for advice, he would say, I don't have a fucking idea. Do whatever you want. <laughs> so for me, uh, you know, everything happened uh, by me trying stuff and then learning over the period of time. Now, this delayed the success that I have today, but it built a very strong foundation of uh, mm. me trying ton of shit and learning out of that. So I think that's a perspective that I need to tell people that, you know, you need to tell yourself that when you're going for entrepreneurship, when you're going for business, it's not going to be a one-night stand. It's not going to be a, <laughs> a, a fling or something. Uh, you, it is It is a damn fucking marriage, right? You're going to be there in the marriage and you're going to try to make it work for four, five, seven, ten years, maybe a decade. Now, marriages do fail. Eventually, people do come out of them. But then before uh, you take that step, you try your level best to make it work. Business is like that. It's long-term investment. It's a lifestyle. The second thing I uh, suggest to everybody that, you know, uh, do not fall in love with the outcome. Okay, You do not know the outcomes. You mm. fall in love with the process. For me, the joy of doing something, the joy of being in the hunt, the joy of uh, being in the pursuit of something is so fascinating, so exciting that I, I, I want to be there in the game always. And that's what entrepreneurship is all about. It's, it's never... Uh, a finished thing. It's never a done thing. You'll always be there in the pursuit. Now, relatively, your success can be seen that you were better than last year, you were better than last decade, but then you're still far ahead from where you could go from now onwards. So if you put those two things into your mind that it's going to be a forever in-pursuit journey, therefore you have to fall in love with the process itself and telling yourself that uh, it is not going to be an overnight success. Those uh, huge success stories are written over decades or maybe a whole of lifetime. And if you tell yourself these two things, you'll be far more happier and far more effective. Yeah, very true. Most overnight successes took a long time. All of them, in fact. <laughs> and keeping that in mind, in the business world, we are, like currently we are probably at one of the biggest uh, pedestals in the business world where we don't know where exactly it's going to land and which fields are going to be the next billion-dollar and trillion-dollar fields and which fields are, are going to fail to be, even be a billion-dollar field. And, and that's where when we stand in this pedestal, a lot of people are looking at, at their standing in terms of their businesses or in terms of their work life and about where they actually stand, where their product stands. So so in this point, a lot of people are getting really discouraged that they might have been preparing for a market which just disappeared in a single day. So what would be your best advice for them? You're asking the question in the context of the current lockdown and the coronavirus yeah, spread? Yeah, the current lockdown and the coronavirus spread. 
look, I, I uh, you know, have always believed that SST is the mother of invention, you know, as they say. <laughs> now, uh, technology was always going to be there. It was there. We were moving forward. There were so many trends that all the businesses should move online. Distributed teams should be the norm of the day. Why ask somebody uh, you spend four or five hours daily in traffic doing the same shit on laptop, which the person could have done at the home and you're distorting their work-life balance you have these huge buildings where you're paying so much money it was it was so simple a decision for companies to make for businesses to make but then uh, unless uh, we are forced into a situation we do not produce our best i believe human beings and especially entrepreneurs are like rockets you know when you uh, when you fire the rocket from behind, it flies into the into the sky, right? So human beings are just like that. I, I am taking this as a very, very important step that now you will be forced to uh, innovate in the way you work, to innovate in the way you are approaching your people, maybe put in some uh, different systems and infrastructure. Mm -hmm. uh, and second thing, people need to understand that, you know, uh, when people are being forced to go online and digital and try to use all the systems uh, for the team, for the work, for the customer outreach and everything. Mm -hmm. They will fall in love with the ease of it. They will fall in love with the comfort of it and, and the efficiency of it. And trust me, this behavior is not going to be reversed. So if somebody is thinking that it's just a matter of two, three months and then everything will be mm. business as usual, it's not going to be. People will stay online. People will use uh, the whole thing that they're using. Now, if you're not building strong foundational capabilities right now, if you're still living in a transaction, put up some online post and that's it, it's going to be the end of the story. You're making a huge mistake. It's just like the way uh, demonetization happened and people were forced to use digital wallets and digital payments. And what happened after that? They stayed with that. They loved the idea and everything is moved digital after that. The same thing is going to come out of this uh, coronavirus now. It's a shift that is happening in the world economy, and it's a very, very much needed. The question is, you're going to ask yourself, which way of the shift you're going to be? I definitely am going to be on the winning side of it. <laughs> I, I think businesses, every every advantage has a disadvantage, and every disadvantage has an advantage. Only thing is, we for only that today, most people, when they get an advantage, they forget the advantage and look at the disadvantage. And when they get a disadvantage, they simply accept it. And they just remove all the advantages. I, I think you see if you uh, if you look at the uh, definition of entrepreneurship in a in a particular way, you're trying to solve some problems, right? Now, a problem by definition is a problem, right? But then the, the difference between an entrepreneur and a normal person is that when majority of the world is seeing something as a problem, entrepreneurship says, "Yeah, here's my opportunity." I could do something. They don't see problems at all. They see opportunities in every fucking thing, and that's why they are entrepreneurs. So if this question is in the context of people that I'm talking to, and I'm assuming that I'm talking to entrepreneurs, then if you're seeing that these are problems, what is happening right now in the world, I'm sorry, you're not an entrepreneur. <laughs> Your mind should be wired completely to just refuse to see any problem at all. You should be always looking for opportunities to do something faster, better, cheaper, and better than everybody else. And this is how an entrepreneurship is all, all, all defined. True. I feel another thing which is very less spoken about is that when you, when you look at one side of a, of a person who the society calls successful, there's a lot of criticism that goes behind that. And I think criticism is one of the biggest parts of entrepreneurship. If a person does does ten good things, there would be there would be fifteen people who who will say that they they love what he does, and then there would be five hundred people who would say that 
there's something wrong with what he does. So, and especially when doing something new, like more like an invention rather than just innovation. So, what do you think is the best way to deal with criticism as an entrepreneur? Uh, look, our education uh, is all wrong. We've been taught by the school, the society, the parents and everybody that, you know, you need to have people who like you. You need to have people who appreciate what you're doing. Now, if you look at the fundamental thing, what you're trying to do as an entrepreneur, you're trying to change something, right? You're, change, you're trying to change the way a business is being done, a process is being done, the way uh, something is happening. Now, when you change something, fundamentally, you're going to upset a lot of people. Because human beings are not designed, our brains are not designed to change. We want to be sitting where we are and we want to uh, be in comfortable positions. If you move forward, if you push things, if you innovate, you're going to change things and then definitely a lot of, gonna, lot of people are going to be pissed off at you. The, the key to navigate through this whole thing is that... Uh, you listen to them. Okay, I'm not going to say that you ignore all the criticism because that's the most stupid thing that you can do. <laughs> when criticism happens, uh, you should not ignore the criticism at all. You need to pay attention to the criticism. But then you look at the criticism as an from an objective point of view. So you listen to them, you take notes, you make sure that what is happening. And you ask a further question that what is the basis of this criticism? Is it, is it an opinion or this person is saying is based on a fact, is based on some data, some, some empirical studies or something? Now, if you ask those counter questions to each of the criticism that you're receiving, you will be in a position to use whatever is necessary for you to improve, to become better and ignore absolutely everything else. So how I take it, I listen to people when they're criticizing me and I very quickly move on to the point that whether this criticism is coming from uh, an opinion that this person has or he has some logics, some facts, some data that I can look up. And when I find some data, some logic, some fact behind it, I use that to improve my product, my service, my behavior and everything else. So I'm a very smart person in that sense. I'm listening to people. I'm, I'm using everything to improve myself. But, but on the other hand, I'm also ignoring everything else which is just trying to slow me down. That's, that's, really, that's in fact really necessary in a world that is as as diversified as ours in, in terms of the reviews we get. Uh, talking on a personal level, uh, a lot of people uh, find different ways to detox on a personal level. Like, a, a, like there's this thing I believe in that a, what happens to, in fact, most people today, that one bad day turns into a chain reaction and turns the next 15 days into bad days because they decide to accept that the day is bad. And then a lot of great leaders in, in, go back home after that so-called bad day and detox themselves and, and break the chain reaction before it even began. So right. like a lot of people use stuff like Xbox and video games. A lot of people like to read. A lot of people go in for meditation. What is your detox ritual? Oh, it, it depends on the situation in a lot of ways. Uh, sometimes I, uh, okay, uh, a, a quick detox, it's uh, normally a, a couple of can of beer for me. Okay. Uh, you, you, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been working uh, hard from day and, uh, you know, I'm trying a lot and the things are not working. So if that happens for a couple of days, I would uh, grab my uh, beer and sit and sip it and then that's it. You know, it's going to be fine. If it's going on for a uh, longer period, let's say a couple of weeks maybe or mm -hmm. maybe uh, maybe a month or so, then I uh, do like to take my uh, sessions of reading. I read my favorite mm -hmm. book and I read half of it. Maybe it will go for two, three days in a row or probably I would go for meditation also. 
any longer than yeah. that I, i i take break you know i i just travel so uh, these are a combination of things that i use for myself uh, on a personal level to just take a break it helps me to zoom out from the situation and see uh, you know the larger picture uh, so that the mm-hmm. weight of that seemingly large failure can be lowered a little bit and i put things into context and i uh, find out ways to move ahead of it that's wonderful that that's something you also uh, go ahead and try adopting in various different ways uh, when you talk about meditation any specific uh, way of meditation that you subscribe to uh i'm not very specific i uh, was a, you know a teenager and i uh, followed some yoga and pranayama and all that those techniques so it it's just that that i i do that i walk up to uh, a lonely place and i sit in isolation and i just try to uh, focus that's it. not nothing much nothing uh, very jazzy and fancy <laughs> yeah simplicity is the closest we can ever get to perfection the mistake that most of people make is they try to adopt everything that people suggest them okay <laughs> now i found something really nice and cool it works for me and i suggest it and you might be thinking wow this guy is successful and whatever he is saying obviously uh, got to be very important so let me copy paste everything that he is doing the problem <laughs> in that approach is doesn't work ever you have to uh, try a things and then you have to find out okay this thing works for me the best and the rest of the things doesn't do, uh, you know don't work for me so, uh, so that's that's how uh, it goes you need to find your own detox way you cannot just copy someone else's and because everyone is so different you can't expect Absolutely. that if it works for them it will work for me you can't copy Some, i mean i'm a, i'm a, i'm a big uh, you know movie buff in case of all the sci-fi movies and hollywood stuff and uh, uh, i i like to watch those things uh, and they take me into a completely parallel world what happens when i do that it breaks the uh, thought you know chain reaction of thoughts and True. that allows me to uh, break that up uh, go into a parallel world for the night uh, and then come back tomorrow with a completely fresh perspective because i i, I had broken that chain of thoughts that was happening yesterday so uh, i mean this is something that works and people can say oh netflix is a bad thing uh, sometimes i think it's not <laughs> that's true because it 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 has its own applications like this is beautiful quote i like everything is great but everything as long as you know it, until what level yes 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 absolutely correct so uh, before we before we close let's do a quick rapid fire round what do you feel about mm-hmm. it yeah yeah let's do it great so the, here are the rules uh we going by the clock we're going to be going about 10 seconds for every question mm-hmm. and you can you can answer prior to that and we can move on to the next one okay okay so here it starts a uh, question one your sleeping hours Mm-hmm. average i sleep for 5 uh, to 6 hours gym or uh, yoga mm, <laughs> gym iphone or android iphone any given day your detox drink beer out of all the nine businesses that you've run which one is your favorite mm brand samosa the one that i'm building currently a uh, work from home or, or or in office in office and then the final one star wars or marvel marvel <laughs> no question great so yeah thanks a lot for coming on board it was totally it was totally a pleasure having you this is all mine
You just heard an episode on the Detox podcast. Do not forget to subscribe on your favorite streaming platform, whether it is Spotify or iTunes. We are there.